everyone to the grain maker wrestling podcast a prairie proud wrestling podcast covering everything from winnipeg to worldwide my name is blair pacheco i hope you're having a fantastic day maybe even a fantastic evening fantastic night fantastic weekend whenever it is you're sitting down to list this i i truly appreciate it but thank you so much the the world of wrestling is a pretty great thing i mean doing this podcast i have been able to talk to some really interesting people, some very cool people. And I've gotten to know some of the nicest, like what's the best way to put this? Just really genuine people. And my guest today is one of those people who, whenever we have interactions, it's always positive. You just want to see this person always succeed and continue to grow. And I'm very thankful they're joining me again on the Great Maker Wrestling Podcast. This week, joining me on the podcast, none other than Elliot Tyler. Elliot, how's it going? Dude, it's going great. It's an early morning. It's uh, I've been up for about 20 minutes now, but uh, <laughs> I'm living. I got my cup of joe I'm talking to you. I can't complain. You're set. When we uh, first were trying to figure out times for this, we were kind of going back and forth. And I was like, yeah, I, I could do it tonight. Like, are you good in an hour? And you're like, oh, I was thinking like 8 o'clock. And I'm like, fuck, that's 10 p.m. my time. I am, <laughs> I'm a honking so many shoes at that point. It's not even funny. Yeah, I am uh, the king of going to bed early and sleeping in. It's It's been, I'm calling it lazy January. Some people do dry January. I do lazy January. I have nothing going on, and it's, uh. I, I like that lazy January has continued into lazy February, though, because it is February, so. <laughs> Nonetheless. Cut this, cut this all. No, we're keeping <laughs> all of this. That is how much fun we're going to have today. So. Now, I wanted to ask, because I know that there's going to be a little bit, I'll preface this, there's going to be some wrestling talk, but there's going to be a whole lot more today. So I did want to ask, because I know you made your return to the ring last weekend, I want to say it was? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, against Daniel Maccabee, correct? Oh, boy, was it. And I'm, I probably am pronouncing his name wrong. I think I've done that every time I've said it, so I apologize. <laughs> but I, uh, first off, I have to ask, what was that match like for you? Because you, you, you kind of stepped back for a little bit, correct? I did, yes. I took yeah. eight months off. So it, can I ask why? Is, is that uh, okay to ask? Of course, yeah. I was just yeah. banged up. I, had, yeah. I, I, I got in a car accident a bit before that, and I just kind of worked through it, kept wrestling. And then... Um, I was talking to this one wrestler and he just kind of gave me really good advice on stepping away, healing, worth it in the long run. And I did it. And also I was getting married, you know, like I was going to take a couple months off for uh, the wedding and the honeymoon in general. And then it just, you know, I remember that advice and it just kind of snowballed and it became eight months. And honestly, like most free eight months of my entire life, because before that, my entire adult life was either pro wrestling or the world shut down. There was mm -hmm. never eight months of just being in my early mid twenties, living and doing whatever I wanted. That's, I mean, when you're doing something you love, whether it's, you know, content creating, whether it's wrestling, whether it's going to the gym, you almost need that like 
break away, whether it's forced or, you know, planned out just so you can kind of recharge your mind, recharge your body. Cause it, the stresses from day to day life, including wrestling, all of it, it does add up after a while. It does, of course. And you know, like a lot of people say it's a hobby, a passion project and sure, whichever you view it as. And, and to say wrestling was like, Oh, it was my whole life when it was like weekends and two weekdays. It's like, obviously that's uh, um, an over-exaggeration at the time, but you know, it was my whole life. Cause for a while, even though like, yeah, it'd be a booking on the weekend and two days of training during the week. And that's three out of seven days. The other four days were just spent like watching wrestling, thinking about wrestling. I was at my job, my job involved driving like 10 hours a day, that whole time thinking mm-hmm. about wrestling, listening to wrestling podcasts. Like even though it's not the same, it was my whole life was just this one thing. And it was in this little bubble and, and not until, I guess in the last like year have I really learned to be able to like pull myself out of that bubble and enjoy everything around me. Mm-hmm. Well, with that time off, I mean, you mentioned getting married, but what else, what were you doing? Like when you're living life, what are you getting out there doing? <laughs> I went for lots of walks. I <laughs> listen, man, I'm going to sound like the oldest guy in the world. My, my ideal living is not what your average 25 year old's ideal living is. <laughs> I saw some good movies. I read some good books. Uh, I went, there's like this power line walking path near my house that I love. I do it all the time. It's my favorite thing in the world. Oh, it's a sunny day. There's a nine out of 10 chance I'm out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing that. I relearned how to golf because I used to golf when I was like nine, 10, 11 years old. Dropped the expensive hobby. Golf clubs mm-hmm. are expensive. Buying, yes. like driving is expensive. It's all so much work for such a little thing but i re-got into that because my dad is big into that so we had some good bonding time uh a lot of that got into hockey deep love hockey it went from just being like a casual nhl fan to like okay now i watch the ahl the whl the uh what is it pwhl i believe it's called the pro the professional women's hockey league yes dude yes watch the pwhl yes i've seen some of it that's my shit, dude. That is my shit. That's good. Sorry, I don't know if I can swear. You That's can swear. Good <laughs> hockey. That's intense hockey. Because you know, it's like it's like I equate that to like like uh, early days black and gold NXT, where it's like like there. Yeah, it's a league. There's money behind it, but how long is the money going to be behind it? How long mm-hmm. is this like way of making a living, living your dream, going to be a thing? These people are making sure that not only do they get to do that for the rest of their lives, but like. The next generation does it. The next generation, and they're putting their like, heart into that shit. Mm-hmm. Man. The PWHL is the best hockey I've seen on like TV, and I'm saying it. Montreal's my team. I'm, I'm putting that in now. That is my team. Wow. I mean, now I got heat with you because I have to cheer for Toronto, even though no, I'm in you Winnipeg. Don't I do because I'm, I'm a Maple Leafs fan, so it's oh, just like a continuation. It's like are. I have to support the Raptors too. I got to support the Blue Jays. So. <laughs> Oh, terrible. <laughs> Pick the American team right under you. How dare That's a sellout. There's, then, uh, if there's one thing every province has in common, it is a hatred for Toronto. All right? <laughs> you got to know. Maybe it's more of a West Coast thing. Then you're a bit closer. The time zones are there. You get along better. For me, that uh, dog, no. Even, hey, it's, living in Winnipeg, I get so much hate from like people that live here for being a Leafs fan. Like when I'd go to a, a Jets Leafs game, I'm like, yeah, I'm cheering for the Leafs. They're like, 
but the Jets. And I was like, yeah, they, they left. And I, I was never a fan in the first place. Like I liked the fucking Quebec Nordiques when they were around. So oh, that yeah, says yeah, something. Yeah. That's you know? a good team. <laughs> so, sure. well. Okay. <laughs> Quebec Nord. Let me deep cut that one. Sure, dude. All right. Okay. Big Joe Sackick fan. Yeah. Dude, you're in a city. Winnipeg is on a tear. Yeah, they, they've been yeah, losing. the best team the past a little bit so it's okay you know i'll just Ooh, I, i've i've come crazy dude. to accept <laughs> toronto for all of their faults and the fact that every year in the playoffs they will choke it is just something i have yeah. grown to oh. to love about them you know it's just one of those things death attacks toronto <laughs> will choke in the first round a hundred percent it is like when people try to chirp me it's like yeah i i know that they will this is established you will not yeah. get an argument from me <laughs> yeah <laughs> well uh, there's a lot here I'll rewind to, but uh, I wanted to ask about the match with Daniel, uh, yes, what yes. it was like stepping in the ring with him and just being back in the ring after taking that time off. Yeah. So um, yeah, great question. Jesus, there's so much to unpack. Uh, that was my third time stepping in the ring with Daniel. We did it twice in 2019 uh, between two separate companies and two separate characters. Weirdly enough, uh, 2019, he was the same both times, but <laughs> I was wrestling for a company, Canada, Beef Boy. So I had that going up here. And then we wrestled in the States and I did like a homeless thing as a homeless character. So we did that down there. So it was just different. And this time, what was really cool is I wasn't Beef Boy and I wasn't homeless. I was just me. I'm, I'm yeah. coming back and I'm just being me. I'm a pro wrestler. I like pro wrestling. So I'm just doing that, which he's a big instrument in helping that as well. I'll get into that in a minute. But, you know, it was it was cool to get to be me and wrestle him and just show what I can do as – as a fundamentally basic, uh, uh, fundamental, easiest word to use, I yeah. guess, pro wrestler, you know, like I know what I like, uh, I do it and I do it okay. And, and that's what I got to show. And stepping in the ring with him, always a gift, regardless of uh, in match or out of match at training. I'm very lucky that uh, for the last, I started training again. I took four months off fully from wrestling, completely separated. And then I kind of got back into the ring you know, did some just roles at first, cardio, just kind of getting that feel going, seeing if it's something I wanted to come back to, and then kind of getting into more of the wrestling, and Lionsgate runs a snake pit class, which is like jujitsu catch wrestling, Artemis Spencer runs it, it's amazing, and of course, if that class is going on, Daniel Macabe is there, mm -hmm. you know, sharpening his knife, and honing his craft, always, even this late in the game, he's still looking to get better, which is so admirable, but uh, so I got to train with him a lot. So we've spent more time in the ring together in the last four months than I think we've spent just hanging out ever in our entire lives that we've known each other, which is awesome. Not too long, I guess, six years. But um, no, I got, you know, getting to step in the ring with him was so cool. Uh, I was so nervous because <laughs> I reached out to Eddie Osborne on the island because he has these shows and they're great shows through uh, at the white eagle polish hall i believe it's called and they usually run like 100 to 120 people mm -hmm. so i knew he was running victoria and i knew i needed my first match back and i knew the crowd he runs there is a very supportive forgiving crowd if things go wrong they don't really like bag you on it they're not shouting he fucked up yeah. they're just kind of going and cheering they love it they love wrestling they're there mm -hmm. for a good time and i'm like that's the crowd I want to like return in front of because I've wrestled in front of them a bunch of times, all those things. So I messaged Eddie and I'm like, Hey, I want to, uh, if, if there's a spot open, I'd love to do it. And he's like, let's have you. I can't wait to have you mm -hmm. back. 
by the way, big show, big venue, 500 people. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> immediately like, oh shit, God damn it. Oh no. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't, Ooh, not good. I messed that up. That's on me. <laughs> I didn't check the, where the show was first before asking. So thankfully in that situation where nerves are so high and I'm so nervous going in there and I've seen all these matches before me and we have to follow Sinner and St. Vers Reloaded, which was just a spectacle, just mm-hmm. one of the most beautiful tag matches I've ever seen in my life. Max Benson and Rose having this hardcore accumulation to their giant feud with like thumbtacks and top rope crazy moves and tables. And we got to follow that. And, you know, like all these different matches, Evan Rivers versus Nathan Legacy, which was just the most high-flying, beautiful uh match out of a video game i've ever seen insane you know like they're just hitting like each of their moves are just finishers and it's just mm-hmm. like mid-match moves so cool and we got to follow that and i'm panicked dude i'm <laughs> shaking in my little size seven boots i'm scared as hell and dan's just like so such a safe calm presence you know mm-hmm. i'm like i'm like we're good and he's like oh yeah we're good don't worry and he's just so chill and stoic and it, like his his lack of nerves settles me down and he's he's just like we'll talk out there easy and mm-hmm. it ended up we got out there it was a breeze man it was so much fun it was uh it was so easy to work him you could work him any day of the week you mm-hmm. know like twice on sundays i swear it's a, i don't want to say it's a night off because he makes you work he makes you get out of your comfort zone yeah. but but he's right there with you the whole time he's not pushing you out and seeing if you swim he's pushing you out and like floating right next to you and being like let's swim motherfucker you know like he's that guy and it's so motivating to just have that and and for that to be my first match back and ended up being like in front of 500 people against daniel makabe trying to reintroduce myself and also rebrand myself because i'm going from this like character heavy wrestler to like hey i'm a i'm like i want i want to do technical stuff you know mm-hmm. like dean Malenko's my guy jamie noble's like i want to do that and he's yeah. like and he heard that and he he kind of stuck onto that and helped me over the last four months of training and we grew this really good friendship and uh camaraderie and then for that to be able to fester and we get my first matches with him is huge i couldn't feel safer i couldn't feel more ready and then to just have him there the whole time keeping me chill keeping me grounded keeping moving it was amazing it was just, mm-hmm. yeah to make such a short question so long uh <laughs> with like well, seven side tangents <laughs> it, it it i think there it's you're making your return though there's this is a big deal there's a lot a lot to it so i mean it's completely understandable that like you know it's not just a simple like yeah you know it was a good match i mean there, there's a lot to it. What was the the crowd reaction like for for your return? Because I'm I'm thinking that they're they're amped up for Elliot Tyler's return. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, eight months isn't. I I I don't know. The way I see it is, eight months isn't a long time. It's not like I was gone a couple years. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think there's been times where I've been an active wrestler and I've been gone for longer from three six five. So I don't think all of the fans. You know, there's some fans. There's one fan uh, on Twitter named. Uh, forgetting his real name but his twitter name is these four ropes yeah i know i know uh he's amazing person yeah he's so cool he's one of the nicest dudes i've met through wrestling he's so funny and just yeah chill so like he knows he's on twitter and there's a few others that are on twitter that just like they know that i took time off they know this is my return but for most of them 
it was really nice because there wasn't that kind of like expectation of a return for a lot of them. It was just kind of like, oh, hey, I haven't seen him in a while. That's cool. He's back. You know, like it wasn't this like he's been gone. He's been resting. He's been like refinding his smile or whatever. Yeah. It's just kind of here I am again. And everyone's like, cool. And honestly, I think that kind of made it better for me that 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 expectation because eight months isn't that long. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like I was Shawn Michaels missing the Attitude Era. I was Elliot Tyler missing like eight shows, you know? Yeah. I, I guess I always look at it with independent wrestling because, I mean, with some of the promotions here, if you're going to the shows, even if they're monthly, like you kind of remember who is and isn't there. Like if someone's not on a show, you kind of make a note. Like if wrestler Joey Joe or whatever hasn't been there for four months, you're kind of like, well, what's going on? Like, did, are they still around? Are they hurt? And then when they do return, it's like, Oh, okay. Sweet. You know, they're still, they're still going strong, you know? So <laughs> yeah. it's, I, I totally get that. Like it can be a, a different sort of like thought process with it where it isn't like three years, but like in eight months of independent mm-hmm. wrestling, it still seems like a long time. Sure. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I want to ask, and I mean, you mentioned, you know, getting into hockey today, mm-hmm. we're, we're recording this on Super Bowl Sunday. So obviously, uh, obviously we we don't know who's going to win but are you planning to watch the game today no uh i'm not i'm not a big football fan i watched last year i have like a picked team mm-hmm. and they're not in the super bowl finals so i'm just kind of not fully invested either way i wouldn't be it's not my cup of tea i don't understand it so i don't get into it i hope that doesn't get me any heat with any american fans because i know that's their true and only <laughs> pastime but it's just i don't get it uh, there's a mm-hmm. lot of like stop and go and i'm just such a go i i I get bored i'll check my phone now i'm out of the game sort of situation uh i know it's like oh i'm gonna get so much for this it's san francisco versus um swift team that's that's (laughs) literally like i don't mean that in like a derogatory way like like oh it's taylor swift's boyfriend's team but that's like that's how i know it that's how i know that team yeah Um, kansas city fantastic yeah <laughs> kansas city uh ravens the chiefs chiefs even better i love the chiefs yeah <laughs> you're, i wish you're, I, I had a better answer but like yeah i don't i don't I've, it's gotten to the point like for myself i'm in the same boat like i don't even have like a, a picked team that i will cheer for you know it's like i'll if a game's looking good maybe i'll put it on or if i can go to a game live it doesn't matter who's playing i'll go watch football live because that to me is a good time you're crushing yeah. food. You're watching football. Like, what's not to love? I think any any live sports. Uh, yes. hands down. There's. I only watch hockey on TV. But <laughs> if you come to me and you're like, I got basketball tickets, dude. I couldn't name you a single NBA team. I'm going to that game. That sounds <laughs> rad as heck. Yeah. Like what I would give to like sit courtside at a game. Like I think yeah. that would be just the best time. I'll do cheap seats, dog. Yeah. I'm happy. Get me out there. There's, dude. Sports, game, food. Mm-hmm. So many people disagree. Sorry, side tangent. The best okay. food in the world, hands down, best food for me is, uh, you know, like summertime baseball tournaments. Not big mm-hmm. ones. I'm not talking MLB. I'm talking like your local town baseball tournament, mm-hmm. right? You go there, you hit the concession, you get that cheeseburger. The burger's a mm-hmm. little overcooked. The cheese undercooked crisp watery lettuce ketchup right there that's it that's all you put on it that's all there is that is the best food in the world i stand by it there's nothing better sports food oh perfect perfect 
at at the the arena here where the uh, Jets play. It's Canada Life Center. It used to be the MPS Center. They used to have a sandwich called the Hercules sandwich. So <laughs> what it was was two pieces of breaded chicken with cheese and like a piece of uh, bacon in there and like almost like a, a like a sugary syrup as well. It was one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. It was like a yeah. double down, but like really good. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Something about sports that brings the best out of food. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I, I, I don't know why. I'm not complaining. No. But yeah, uh, so the football game, to get back. Sorry, I yeah. didn't mean to side okay. tangent so hard on the move. No, I, I won't be watching the game. Uh, Billy Swade, who is one of the coaches at mm-hmm. Lionsgate Dojo, cheap plug. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm covering for his class today. He runs an 11 a.m. class till about 3.34, and uh, his niece's birthday is today, so I'll be running that instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe after, I'll check out whatever's going on. I know my dad's going to watch it. That dude is a football fanatic, so maybe I'll go over, have some charcuterie that they haven't touched, and see what's going on, but no. I'm, I, I find with the Super Bowl, like I'm more excited to see like the halftime show than anything. And I'm not even a huge Usher fan. I just want to see like what song is this going to bang out? What who's going to join him out there? Like, pause. give me pause. all of yeah. Usher's the live performance. Yes. Oh my God. Let's go. I'm in. I'm I like. I, I want Lil John and Ludacris out there too. I want to hear. Yeah, I want to hear all the bangers. Yeah, dude. I like, need. I need those guilty pleasure Usher songs. None of that radio. No. I don't want DJ got us fall in love again. I don't want OMG. I want I want that song where he's singing like shoddy, I don't mind. Like about like dating a stripper. I need that song. I need daddy's home. You know, of course, yeah, we need yeah, that's just yeah. a given. But I need those deep cuts. I need those guilty deep cuts that you sing in the car by yourself, not looking at whoever stopped next to you at the red light. I need that Usher performing, baby. That's amazing. Like I, I was going through TikTok and someone posted like this thread of like all the musical performances since like 2001. And I'm watching this and I was like, I like now watching this, I would be into like every single one, like seeing Prince out there. I'm like, hell yeah, I could get into watching Prince at the Super Bowl. Tom Petty, let's go. Eminem and Dr. Dre, let's do this. Like I want all of this. So yeah. it, like who for you, if you're going to be like, this is my. This is who I want performing at the Super Bowl. Who Who are you picking? Ooh, that's like. Can I pick a live or dead, or does it have to be live? Does it have it to be, be like a, likely? A live or, or dead. It could be anything. Oh God, I don't know why I said a live or dead because now I have a harder time. <laughs> I don't know. Give me Give me a deep cut. I'll always go back to him. Johnny Cash. Give me Johnny Cash performing. Get that man up there. I want that man and no theatrics, just Johnny Cash up there. One performance with the highway, man. Of course, they mm-hmm. all come out. And then after that, just give me Johnny Cash singing the best, singing the deep cuts. I want Ring of Fire. You know, I want Don't Bring Your Gun to Town. I want Ballad of a Teenage Girl. I need those good Johnny Cash songs, not those like, I don't want him doing Hurt, Nine Inch Nails. I don't want to cry. I need that upbeat going Johnny Cash. I want some like, religious hymns i'm not religious i still want to see him do it because he's johnny cash you mm-hmm. know? that's what i want to see see i would be into that because it's something that, like that would obviously i mean he's dead but if he was alive imagining him up there like just the acoustic guitar just going to town like i would Absolutely. be so into that yeah I, he I, would own it he's he could control the whole stage he's guaranteed 
And like you could slide in, you know, one or two hits, you know, just mix them in. Maybe like he does like a little bit of like a start, but then into something else. Because at, at the Super Bowl, it's such like it doesn't have to be the full song. You can segue into something else. So maybe some mm-hmm. interludes, that kind of stuff. I'd be into who, that. Who would you have with him? Okay, okay, okay. Hot one. Johnny Cash is alive to this day. Old man, you're having him come. He's mm-hmm. doing the performance. You need one modern performer or band, your choice. Doesn't matter, but someone out there to kind of like do some of the songs with them, keep them on track, keep them moving, keep them upbeat, entertaining for the younger audience. Who are you picking? Who do you think meshes with them well okay. that could captivate? There, there's a punk band, and um, they they came out with an album last year. They've been around more in like the 2010s, uh, okay. called the Gaslight Anthem. Yes. So I would I would have them up there because I know they uh, they did a cover of his version of God's Gonna Cut You Down. so i would be like that's who i would have out there because i feel like they would be like the perfect sort of like current blend out there without having like a super big name which could overshadow or potentially overshadow so like that would rise them up be a solid performance so that's who i'd put they did a like a a performance with bruce springsteen a few years back that was really good yeah yeah so that's who i'd pick that's a great pick that's a fantastic Mm -hmm. pick wow Who, who, who are you putting out there with them Ooh, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to keep it on the theme of what he does. I'm going to go with like a, with a fringe country artist. I'm going with like Tyler Childers or I'm going with like Zach Bryan. I'm going okay. with someone who can kind of hit the same type of vibe he is, but is just younger, more springy, you know? Like I haven't gotten super into country. Uh, the old, yeah. on satellite radio, there's like a, a country rewind, which I'll put on and they play like mm-hmm. old Dwight Yoakam. And like, beautiful. There was one song I can't remember the name of it. I'll, I'll look for it right away. But like, okay. I I I heard it and I was like, when I'm driving, if there's a song I like, I just take a picture of it. And then I went home and I'm like, gotta find this. So I was just listening to his like anthology over and over. And I was like, dude yeah. had some bangers. Dude, I Stacy, sorry, Eliza uh, hates me for it. My my genre of music I listen to more than anything else is uh, old western. Okay, that's. That's my stuff, dude. Whether it's like from a Western movie, like if it's from Django Unchained or something, or if it's just old Johnny Cash, or it's mm-hmm. old Waylon Jennings, or it's there's a song, or there's an album I listen to where it's uh, it the whole album is based off the view of like the Civil War from the view of the North, and it's like them singing about it, and it's like this was written in like th- like 1901, and I'm just listening to it, and it's just like the views of fighting from the North and fighting for the rights and like fighting for what you believe in. And it's the good stuff, you know? And it's like, that's my music. I don't know why. That's just how it is. Like with some of the, like with a movie like Django Unchained, because like they take, I, I want to say they got like the Sergi Sergio Leone to do some of the soundtrack too. I could be mistaken, but like he did like the good, the bad and the ugly and for a few dollars more and all those. But mm-hmm. like, I like the, the soundtracks because you'll have like the country western stuff in there but then like you might get like a rick ross song in there with like almost yeah. like a country type influence without it being like inspired by yeah. so it's like little things like that like because i think on that one there was a song called 100 black boxes that it's not on apple music but like they took it off because sometimes they do that but it's like that's the kind of shit that i'm into so like country yeah. western with some current stuff mixed in like hell yeah of course and even like like pop country with pop rap 
you give me Tim McGraw and Nelly any day of the week. Oh, and I'm yes. loving that. I'm loving that. Are you kidding me? A music video of Tim McGraw and Nelly just like rapping by a private jet. I'm like, I'm in. Dude. Uh, like, well, you got me. Theirs was what, over and over? Yeah, they had two, I believe. It was over and over again. That was amazing, dude. Are you kidding me? It doesn't get better than that. Like, there's two perfect music crossovers, and it's Tim McGraw and Nelly, and it's uh, when Linkin Park and uh, Jay-Z did that crossover album. Yeah. Those are the two perfect, and nothing else will ever touch those. You can't. No matter how hard you tried, those are the peak. It doesn't get better. And didn't Florida Georgia Line do a song with Nelly too? I swear. Was it Nelly? Or who was it? They did it with someone. I know what you're talking about. They did, yeah. Because they had that really big uh, country song that everyone loved. Roll my windows down or whatever. Uh, Cruise. That's Cruise. the one I'm thinking of. I just yeah, no, I think that's with. the windows down. Oh, God. Okay. Who is it? Um, I know what you're talking about. I saw yeah, it before, it's with Nelly. Amazed. It is Nelly? <laughs> it is Nelly. That man. Let's go. Dude baby. just needs a country album and he's cooking. Can you blame him? It's amazing, dude. Like, I always thought, like, Western country, old Western, my favorite, but I got such a guilty pleasure for, like, pop country. First concert I ever went to was Luke Bryan, you know? Okay. Like, I love it. <laughs> so, I like any music. I like all music and pop country, old country, all of it. It's just amazing. It's so it, good. The Dwight Yoakam song is Little Ways. It's Little Ways. It, it is just a banger. Like, it has me tapping my foot whenever I hear it, and I'm like, half-assedly singing the chorus because i don't know the full lyrics but like that's okay. the kind of that's the pull it has over me you got to send that to me after this show because i will listen to all okay. of it i guarantee yeah. you we'll have a podcast in a month where we just deep dive those <laughs> <or something>. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're just going to cover nelly and his country western ventures dwight yoga yeah. and everything yeah, <laughs> yeah. grain grains in the beef take <laughs> on country <laughs> grains and the beef That'll be uh, our thing. It's gonna be i'm our thing. down <laughs> so your time off you're going to see a lot of movies anything that really stood out to you that was like hey, <laughs> this is a can't miss movie <laughs> no i guess going to see a bunch of movies was the wrong way to word it <laughs> watching a bunch of like uh, disney plus netflix movies <laughs> That's what I did. I'm cheap, all right? And it's not even my Disney Plus and Netflix. It's <sighs> my wife's. I am I am a vessel for her. <laughs> well, what did you check out? Because I know when I'm like looking for a movie, <laughs> the last time I put one on to fall asleep to was Pacific Rim, even though I'd seen it years ago. <laughs> but like I, I'm putting on something to fall asleep to and I'm getting into the movie. I'm like, I just got to turn it off. Yeah, I, this is I can't. Yeah, no. For, listen, I don't. I don't even know what I want to say. It's yeah, embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> I rewatched and made uh, Liza watch for the first time through its entirety, every single MCU film that's oh. ever been made. I'm such a I'm such a Marvel guy. I love I tore through comic books in my time off. Mm -hmm. I love Marvel comics. And, the movies I made her watch every single one. And I'm not just talking MCU. I'm talking like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, the Andrew mm -hmm. Garfield Spider-Man, the bad X-Men movies, the good X-Men movies, all the Fantastic Fours, the Fan Four Sticks, all of it, dude. She learned. And she liked some of it. She came out of the other end like, wasn't terrible. And now she goes and sees the new ones with me, okay, okay. which is great. She's, I'm living my little nerd boy fantasy with her. <laughs> and, you know, like I'm doing great. 
but yeah, in, in of course I worded originally like I'm going to see movies, like it's an art thing. Nah, dude. <laughs> hey, I I wasn't thinking sevens. that you, I wasn't thinking that you're going to go see like art films. I'm thinking like okay, maybe want to go see like Iron Claw and like other big movies. Yes, of course, I saw those. Yeah. You know, well, you never Iron Claw, Salt Burn. Wish I didn't see that one. Uh, yeah, I definitely saw a few. Oh. There's one in particular I'm thinking of now. It's gone. Maybe it'll pop up in like 20 minutes. But yeah, I've seen quite a few. Uh, Did you guys rewatch like the Blade movies too? No, yeah, that's actually like next on the list. I'm okay. very excited. Blade and um, oh, why am I forgetting Nicholas Cage's one? Ghost Rider. Yes, dude, <laughs> Ghost Rider, baby. Those are next on the list. That's mm-hmm. uh, I'm very excited for that. I don't know how she's gonna like those ones because I showed her uh, Logan the the final yeah of that and she didn't like that she's like this is the most boring like superhero movie and to me logan is the peak that's like the greatest superhero movie ever made logan is better than like Endgame, infinity war all of them in my personal opinion because i'm just such a wolverine guy but but yeah she's like oh not it and i'm like there's no way you're gonna like blade there's no way you're gonna like that like dark slow paced action horror movie there's no way and i, I like i don't want to hear her say she doesn't like it so i don't want to put it on because i'm such a fan the, the like oh fuck. I, I lost my train of thought there thinking of the marvel movies because like yeah. <laughs> logan was the end of the that franchise basically but like well and yes complete they they capped it off yeah, yeah. but when marvel kind of like linked up you know they got all their properties under one banner like right around when endgame was coming out yeah. i remember thinking like like i have heat with endgame because the ending when this isn't a spoiler if you haven't seen endgame yet and you're listening to this being like why are they ruining it well it's been out for yeah. eight years so too yeah, we'll bad we'll say we'll say uh if you're here and you're listening, you haven't seen Endgame, and you're like, "Oh, spoiler!" Go pause, go watch three-hour film, come, come back. back. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. No, it'll still be here. When yeah. okay, here's where it starts. The the end there, where like they're all there to battle Thanos and his baddies, and like all oh, those God, different portals dude. are opening up, and everyone's showing oh. up. I'm so into that. But what I wanted was like I needed a portal to open up with like somebody who wasn't originally there, like the Fantastic Four showing up or like Deadpool. Like that's what I needed. And they didn't give it to me. So I got heat with Marvel. I think that would have just been amazing. Could you my my one, could you imagine portal open? Fantastic Four comes through the like early two thousand one, and then you just get Johnny Flame looking at Captain America. And yes, both, both Chris Evans being like, "What the fuck?" That'd be amazing. That would have been That'd great. Be so cool. Like that, I would have been so into that. I did hear a rumor that like for because Deadpool three is coming out, I think later this year or next year, like whatever it is. I'll I'll check that out. I love that franchise, but like I guess they're gonna have like different universe wolverines as well because someone was saying like carl urban is going to be one of them and i'm like yes. hell yeah like give me daniel radcliffe stuff. i saw daniel radcliffe might be one as well yeah that's amazing that's so cool like give me carl urban in like the yellow and blue wolverine suit you know something oh, like that That'd yeah be dude badass. the og the og comic book suit give me yeah. that a hundred times over like so i'm uh, that's what i'm hoping for like i've kind of checked out when it came to the marvel movies because like sure it's hard not to it's tough to like still get amped <laughs> up because i feel like they're in like a serious lull trying to like 
get to the next sort of like platform yeah. so yeah they definitely had the like the the i won't get into the controversies but there was like the actor thing the guy they were kind of setting up to the big bad there was that legal stuff you know they definitely got dealt some bad hands mm-hmm. they tried to bring in some new characters and also just like when the world shut down it made it harder to film they yeah. couldn't have that consistent push out and yeah definitely like they got hit really hard i'm still just such a nerd and a yeah. fan that like you know, I won't know what's next, but the moment the trailers start coming out, I'm like, okay, let's go. I'm stoked. Let's do yeah. it. You know, I'm immediately back into it. Like, I'm, I just saw the Marvels. I saw the Marvels in my time. There's so many people being like, MCU's dead. Marvels was terrible. Marvels was sick. Are you kidding me? It was so good, dude. Like, I, I haven't checked out Marvels yet, but what I, I do the same sort of thing. Like, when a trailer comes out, mm-hmm. that's when it hooks me. And then I'll start looking up other trailers, but I fall into that, like sort of pit of like fan-made trailers and like some of them have gotten so good where i'm like is this real or is this (laughs) fake because i'm getting excited for like a new godzilla movie but i don't know if this is legit or not so what are we doing here dude did you are are you a comic book guy at all i used to be huge into comics okay there was a comic book that came out a few months ago and it was like godzilla versus superman that went really hard dude that went so hard Mm -hmm. i'd recommend it i'd recommend it i'm I'm not gonna give any spoiler at all uh if you want to check it out check it out i think there's like good reviews that kind of just tell you what happened but i would i would look into it i think that would be right down your alley godzilla superman yeah and i'm not even i'm not a superman guy i'm not i don't care about superman but but boy do i love giant monsters that shoot fire and you give me a superhuman versus that i'm in seven days out of the week i am in dude give me that give me that mindless brainless super mega power you know yeah, like i i wanted to do like the whole sort of godzilla because like the godzilla monster verse type thing yeah. but like half of them aren't on netflix and i i don't want to pay for them it's like i'd go buy mm-hmm. like the blu-ray if it had like four films on there just to make things easier but i don't want to be paying 15 bucks a piece uh-huh so it's i'm i'm waiting but like that's the one i want to dive right into there was a show which ones which ones like are you talking like 90s films or like no, tv shows or the movies or... the the uh the first godzilla that came out in like 2014 i think oh oh the modern the modern the modern, modern one gotcha because there's a show up on apple tv as well that's like all about the monster verse and has some of that stuff so that's what i kind of want to get into so yeah when it comes to godzilla dude i'm i'm on that like early 90s actual japan film okay where it's like you know oh god where like the whole story's mothra becoming the big fly saving the day at the end mm-hmm. and then you got all the oh that's my stuff dude i love that and i know so good so people good. have kind of like shit on the franchise lately but i still want to see the most recent transformers one even okay. though like yeah the, the whole franchise really could do like a do-over mm-hmm. at this point but like i i'll still watch it just because i've watched the others but like of course i in my head i've planned out much better movies than what happened but i'm a sucker for it just like i'm a sucker for any tv show if i watch four seasons I'm going yeah. to finish that shitty fifth one, even as bad as it is. I have to. Yeah, so. you have to. You can't not. You yeah. cannot. You're committed. You're in. And also, like, even if it's bad, it's still going to be good in like a 
bad way. I'm still yeah. going to watch it, you know? Like, I I mean, I was watching years ago when Sons of Anarchy was on. I was like, yeah, I'll watch that show. Mm-hmm. It's cool, you know, like, badass bikers doing all this bad shit. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the last season, it was, like, just, like, it had dragged on too long. I was like, ah, well, you're going to get the, like, really shitty Katie Siegel country song cover. You're going to get, like, the obligatory <laughs> chase scene. And then yep. it's just like, let's, let's just finish this up. Let's wrap it up. But, yeah, yeah. I put in the work. I had to finish. You have to. At that point, you have to. It's just, it's too late. Mm-hmm. You know, you're committed. You're in. You're deep. The <laughs> only thing I think I ever was like in deep and I was like, nah, this is it. It was like the walking dead. You know, eventually it just got to the point where I was like, that's, yeah, we're over, dude. It's done. I had <laughs> missed out on a couple seasons. So like we started from the very beginning, mm-hmm. but that last season is just terrible. It is just garbage. <sighs> I, I yeah. finished uh, my wife. She had enough. She was like, I'm done with that. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll finish it up. But it's, mm-hmm. it's tough. And then we started, uh, we kind of like, we'll go back and forth with shows. Mm-hmm. And she had always wanted to watch Grey's Anatomy. And I was like, ah. uh, yeah, I was like, okay, we can do it. And then I realized that there was like 20 plus seasons of it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We started goes, almost a year ago. We're yeah. on season 18 right now. Like we oh, put in the work, but God. I cannot wait to be finished that. Yeah. I've never, not my show. That's not my, no. book. Liza loves it, dude. Every time the new season's coming out, she'll like rewatch the previous two. And she was like watching all those like sub shows they had of like the firemen and everything. She's yeah, just into Station it. 19. Like, yeah. Which has, like, oh, what's his name? Station 19 has who in it? That really, uh, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Is yeah. Rob Lowe in it? I think so. Maybe I'm thinking of a different show. Now. I thought Maybe he I'm was getting... in a different. I thought he was in like Rescue Nine One One type show. I, I could be getting it wrong. They're all they all blur together for <laughs> me. I'm just a Rob Lowe guy, so I'm like, ah, I know Fireman and Rob Lowe. You're a Rob Lowe guy. That he's your, he's your guy. I guess I'm such a Parks and Rec guy. Such yes. a Parks and Rec guy. You know, it's the same way that like uh, I will live and die by anyone from Arrested Development to this day. You know. There's mm-hmm. no one I will fight harder for than like Will Arnett, dude. That's my, yeah. that's my dude. When it comes to it, people will be like, "Oh yeah," like early 2000s comedy. I'm like Will Arnett. They're like, "Kinda," and I'm like, "Nah, dude, Will Arnett. That's the dude. Go watch Job from Arrested Development and tell me he's not the funniest dude in mm-hmm. sitcom TV." Yeah, he was good. Like the the whole like, what what was it? Tricks of horse, Michael. What I do are illusions. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Um, Rob Lowe show we are thinking of is nine one one Lone Star. Oh, that sounds like a Rob Lowe show. Yes. <laughs> Did you probably ever... has like a featuring Rob Lowe at the bottom <laughs> or something? Did you ever see? Because like you're you're into hockey now. Did you ever see Young Blood? No, I haven't. It is an old 80s hockey movie he was in, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. It's Youngblood. He plays the character Dean Youngblood. Patrick Swayze is in it. Keanu Reeves is in it. This is from like 1986. So like cue that bad boy up. Yeah, I'm going (laughs) to. You have to send now. You have to send me that and uh, the the singer. Now I need like you're sending me a list of things. I got my homework for my Sunday. Um, okay, you are to to bring this back to wrestling. You're making your return to love wrestling in the next little bit, correct? Oh boy, am I! I'm so excited. Yeah, the, it's been a while since you've been in the ring. I think for for LPW. I think it was. Uh, was it a that year scramble ago. I think match? It was February last year in that scramble match. Yeah. yeah. 
Cause that was like, I, we we'd recorded an episode for the LPW show. Cause I remembered that was the first one I had did. It was with you. And we kind of talked about doing something again. So I'm glad it's, we've been able to do this, but like, I'm excited for you to be back there. It's such a great group of wrestlers that are a part of LPW and like con consistently bringing in like yes. new wrestlers, new, like, you know, people from yeah. outside of Canada, all of this stuff. So it's like, it's great to see everyone coming together there. Mm -hmm. And Spencer dude is just so, I don't know the right word. I, there's like a word perfectly describe his view on wrestling. And of course it's just eluding me right now. I'll probably like, when I share this video, this uh, podcast coming out, I'll have the word and I'll use it then. But <laughs> he just has such like a good, uh, excited, brain for wrestling and I know like MRB helps out and everything and there's different people on the team and I don't know everyone's names but I know it's like a team effort there's mm -hmm. so many people that put in the work for it but uh, Spencer's just one of the coolest dudes I have met through mm -hmm. wrestling and he's just so giving so encouraging yes. Yes. so like you know he was so cool to me before we even met and to fly me in when he didn't know me just off of like word of mouth was so cool mm -hmm. and he just like he invested in me from day one and when i said i was taking time off one of the first things he said was like you let me know when you're ready you're in mm -hmm. and of course i let him know i was ready in february i'm back in february like mm -hmm. i'm coming out and he's just like it's it's nice because it's like it's really a second home so many people like when they're in the areas they'll be like oh it's my second home but like mm -hmm. truthfully like the relationships i've made with a bunch of the alberta wrestlers to love pro and spencer in general is just so like healthy and encouraging and like I go out there I feel motivated mm -hmm. and I'm just I'm, I'm very lucky to uh uh have met all of them because they also like came out for a show last summer and they were all like I I went just to see them I wasn't even going to shows yeah. and I was like well if the entire love pro crew is here I'm going to see them like, yes Mars is here thickness is here son of Irish is here like pride's here Spencer, Zoe, TFA, Crow, MRB. I'm like, I'm going to see my homies, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm not, not. And I did. And it was so, like, we didn't miss a beat. I get along with them so well. They're all such great people and a good team and encouraging and hardworking. And it's just, that's the good environment. That's what I want to be around. And Spencer does such a good job at just, like, continuously almost rewarding the hard work. Because there's mm -hmm. lots of companies where there's so much hard work that goes in. But there's so many moving parts that I don't want to say the hard work doesn't get uh, like rewarded. It does in different ways and sometimes longer. But Spencer's so good for like such immediate gratification for hard work and achievement. Because like there will be names coming in and there will be like big storylines and big matches. And it's mm -hmm. never just pigeonholed to one person. And I know that's not just him. Like there's other people helping him make these decisions. But that it's just such a good team of like spreading the love and spreading the thing. It's not one person doing well, reward them with everything. It's like, Hey, here's 10 people who like in the last six months have upped their game, got yeah. new gear, changed their promos, all these different things. You're all getting rewarded in different ways. You're all getting listened to promoted, put out there. And it's just such a good team to be a part of. It's motivating because you see the reward as it happens, as you put in the work and it motivates you to work harder. Cause now it's like, Oh, well, this was good. Let's go this. And they're so like, Oh, you want to do this? That's awesome. I'll do this. So this is better for you. Mm -hmm. And it just, Oh, it's such a good team, dude. It's so, I'm so excited to go back. I'm like, it's so ready. And I'm like, how, I'm on that Thursday show as well that they have that, like the, uh, that the, exclusive, the, yeah, the, the clandestine, clandestine ones. show. Yeah. So excited for that. And just like two days of wrestling with them is literally 
twice as good as one day. <laughs> and I'm just I'm so ready, dude. Those clandestine shows are so much fun. Like I've been, like I'll say this, like I've been able to fly out to check out LPW shows twice. And like you go to a show and you the best way to describe it is like you feel you're at home. Like everyone makes you feel so welcome and it's like hugs all around, just like everyone catching up and it's such a great experience. But those yes. clandestine shows, like I, I've said it before, if you haven't been, it's a lot of fun. It's, I think they're like 10 bucks to get into and it's like mm-hmm. lots of fun matches. You get to see Jared Rogers whole family in the front row cheering him on. Like Terrific. it's great. So yeah. like that alone should make you want to go check these shows out. Absolutely. So. absolutely yeah that's uh, a good team i'm very excited to be back out there that's yeah that's a good that's a family i'm happy i became a part of mm-hmm. and now i know you have your training to get to right away so with that what do you have for other upcoming shows or anything else you want to plug and then your social media as well yes uh ooh. so coming up i have that there's boom pro wrestling in vancouver not a lot in Vancouver going on. Um, I got some all-star wrestling. They have an open weight tournament they just announced for April, which is very exciting. Uh, Love Pro, I'll be making my return to. Lots of companies I'm just returning to. There's some shows I'm on with multiple companies that haven't been announced yet, kind of secret, so I can't really go into yep. that. But just like, I will say, as far as the Pacific Northwest scene goes, uh, expect to see me everywhere not just wrestling i'm going to shows to help out to watch i'm catching everything absorbing everything getting back into the swing seeing what's going on i'll be everywhere in some capacity mm-hmm. uh in in both a wrestler and a fan way i'm just excited to see it all breathe it all in and and do it all again and just become obsessed with it again as for <laughs> social media uh instagram is elliot tyler underscore twitter is ellie boy 98 had to get a new one. X lost my old one and I couldn't find it. So we're starting from the bottom again, but that's okay. I like, I like posting tweets that get one like when I have a hundred followers. Cause it feels a lot better than when I post a tweet that gets one like when I have a thousand, you know, it feels yes. a little bit better. <laughs> one with a hundred fans. That's like almost, I don't know. I'm not good at math. That's like what? Like 1%, I guess. versus yeah. like a thousand one like. That's a lot less than 1%. No doubt, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the way you're looking at this. Dude, I am so excited you're back. And thank you so much for joining me today. This was an absolute blast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. They, I was, I'm was. i sorry we couldn't do the night of. A bit late. That's past okay. your bedtime. Honestly, like 8 p.m. my time. That is my bedtime. I get it. You know? <laughs> so I understand. I'm happy we had it. I hope we could have more. I would talk to you once a week if you let me. But I, there's other people. I can't be selfish. <laughs> thank you so much to Elliot and thank you for checking out the podcast I say it every time I will always say it I truly appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to me talk about wrestling if it's your first time listening you can find me up on all social media Graymaker Wrestling Podcast so check me out on there uh, up on all podcast streaming platforms and every Saturday me and my good friend Plugo are doing four exposure as we take a look at the world of independent love independent wrestling up on love wrestling so definitely check that out thanks again for checking out the podcast we'll talk soon